0: Section 14 of the Life of Ludwig van Beethoven volume 1 by Alexander Wheelock Thayer translated by Henry Edward Cribbel this LibriVox recording is in the public domain chapter 12 music in vienna in 1793 theater church and concert room a music-loving nobility the esterhazys Kinsky, leknowski von Kies and von Swieten, composers Haydn, Gazeluk, Furster, and Eberl. Opera and Concerts in Vienna The musical drama naturally took the first place in the musical life of Vienna at this period. The enthusiasm of Joseph II for a national German opera, to which the world owed Mozart's exquisite Entferrung proved to be but short-lived and the italian opera buffa resumed its old place in his affections the new company engaged was however equal to the performance of don giovanni and figaro and salieri's magnificent a leopold the second reached vienna on the evening of march thirteenth seventeen ninety to assume the crown of his deceased brother but no change was for the present made in the court theatre Indeed, as late as July 5, he had not entered a theatre, and his first appearance at the opera was at the performance of Axur, September 21, in the company of his visitor, King Ferdinand of Naples. For once firmly settled on the imperial throne, Joseph's numerous reforms successfully annulled, the Turkish war brought to a close, and his diverse coronations happily ended, the emperor gave his thoughts to the theatre salieri though now but forty-one years of age and rich with the observation and experience of more than twenty years in the direction of the opera was according to mosel graciously allowed but according to other and better authorities compelled to withdraw from the operatic orchestra and confine himself to his duties as director of the sacred music in the court chapel and to the composition of one operatic work annually if required the wiener Zeitung of january twenty eighth seventeen ninety two records the appointment of joseph Weigel, salieri's pupil and assistant now twenty-five years old as chapelmaster and composer to the royal imperial national court theatre with a salary of one thousand florins the title composer was rather an empty one though already favorably known to the public he was forbidden to compose new operas for the court stage to this end famous masters were to be invited to vienna at first fruit of this new order of things was the production of Cimarosa's il matrimonio segreto february seventh seventeen ninety two which with good reason so delighted leopold that he gave the performers a supper and ordered them back into the theatre and heard the opera again da capo it was among the last of the emperor's theatrical pleasures he died march first and his wife on the fifteenth of may following thus for the greater part of the time from march one to may twenty four the court theatres were shut and yet during the thirteen months ending december fifteenth seventeen ninety two italian opera had been given one hundred and eighty times one hundred and thirty four times in the Burg, and forty six times in the karnirthor theatre and ballet a hundred and sixty three times so that as no change for the present was made there was abundance in these branches of the art for a young composer like beethoven to hear and see all accounts agree that the company then performing was one of uncommon excellence and its performances with those of the superb orchestra prove the value of the long experience exquisite taste unflagging zeal and profound knowledge of their recent head salieri such as beethoven found the opera in the first week of november seventeen ninety two such it continued for the next two years exclusively italian but of the first order a single stroke of extraordinary good fortune a happy accident is perhaps a better term had just now given such prosperity to a minor theatrical enterprise that in ten years it was to erect and occupy the best playhouse in vienna and for a time to surpass the court theatre in the excellence and splendor of its operatic performances we minnte Kanander's theater auf der wieden but in 1793 its company was mean its house small its performances bad enough schickaneters chapelmaster and composer was john baptiste Henneberg. the chapelmaster of marinelli head of another german company in the leopoldstadt was Muller, who had already begun his long list of two hundred and twenty-seven light and popular compositions to texts magical or farcical some two weeks after beethoven's arrival in vienna on november twenty-third schickeneder announced falsely the one hundredth performance of die zaberflirte an opera the success of which placed his theatre a few years later upon a totally different footing and brought beethoven into other relations to it than those of an ordinary visitor indulging his comical taste Testa Seyfried for listening to and heartily enjoying very bad music the leading dramatic composers of vienna not yet named must receive a passing notice besides Cimarosa who left vienna a few months later beethoven found peter du Tillier a frenchman by birth but an italian musician by education and profession engaged as composer for the court theatre his il trionfo d'Amore, had been produced there november fourteenth seventy seventeen ninety-one, in his nanorina a Padolfino had lately come upon the stage ignaz umlauf composer of d Scherna schusteren and other not unpopular works had the title of chapelmaster and composer to the german court opera and was salieri substitute as chapelmaster in the sacred music of the court chapel franz xavier susmeyer so well known from his connection with mozart was just now writing for skikaneder's stage shank for marinelli's and for the private stages of the nobility and paul Vranitsky, first violinist and so-called music director in the court theatre author of the then popular oberon composed for the wieden stage was employing his very respectable talents for both marinelli and skikaneder the church music of vienna seems to have been at a very low point in seventeen ninety two and seventeen ninety three two composers however whose names are still of importance in musical history were then in that city devoting themselves almost exclusively to this branch of the art albrechtsberger court organist but in a few months through the death of leopold hoffmann march seventeen seventy ninety three to become musical director at st stephen's and joseph some five years older than beethoven who had just become regenskori in the carmelite church whence he was called to a similar and better position in the skatischke Kirka two years later public concerts as the term is now understood may be said not to have existed and regular subscription concerts were few mozart gave a few series of them but after his death there appears to have been no one of sufficient note in the musical world to make such a speculation remunerative single subscription concerts given by virtuosos and annual ones by some of the leading resident musicians of course took place then as before and since the only real and regular concerts were the four annual performances in the Burgtheater, two at christmas and two at easter for the benefit of the musicians widows and orphans these concerts established mainly by gossmann and salieri were never exclusive in their programs oratorio symphony cantata concerto whatever would add to their attraction found place the stage was covered with the best musicians and vocalists of the capital and the suburb orchestra was equally ready to accompany the playing of a mozart or of an ephemeral respect was told ten years before that the number taking part in orchestra and chorus had even then on some occasions reached four hundred a statement however which looks much like exaggeration very uncommon semi-private concerts were still kept up in seventeen ninety three the reader of mozart's biography will remember that in seventeen eighty two this great composer joined a certain martin in giving a series of concerts during the morning hours in the all garden hall most of the performers being dilettanti and the music being furnished from the library of von Keys, these concerts found such favor that they were renewed for several years and generally were twelve in number ladies of even the highest nobility permitted themselves to be heard the auditorium was extremely brilliant and everything was conducted in so orderly and decent a fashion that everybody was glad to support the institute to the best of his energies the receipts from the chief subscription were expended entirely on the cost of the concerts later herr rudolph assumed the direction allemagne three forty-five this man still young and a fine violin player was the director when beethoven came to vienna and the extraordinary spectacle was still to be seen of princes and nobles following his lead in the performance of orchestral music to an audience of their own class at the strange hours of from six to eight in the morning from the above it appears that vienna presented to the young musician no pre-eminent advantages either in opera church music or its public concerts other cities equalled the austrian capital in the first two london was then far in advance of all in the number variety and magnificence of the last it was in another field that vienna surpassed every competitor as Gluck twenty years before had begun the great revolution in operatic music completed by mozart so haydn building on the foundation of the box and aided by mozart was effecting a new development of purely instrumental music which was yet to reach as high a stage through the genius and daring of the youth now his pupil the example set by the austrian family through so many generations had produced its natural effect and a knowledge of and taste for music were universal among the princes and nobles of the empire some of the more wealthy princes like esterhazy maintained musical establishments complete even to the italian opera others were contented with hearing the mass sung in their house chapel to an orchestral accompaniment where this was impossible a small orchestra only was kept up often composed of the officials and servants who were selected with regard to their musical abilities and so down to the band of wind instruments the string quartet and even to a single organ player pianist or violinist what has been said in a former chapter of music as a quasi necessity at the courts of the ecclesiastical princes applies in great measure to the secular nobility at their castles and country seats in the summer amusement was to be provided for many an otherwise tedious hour and in their city residences during the winter they and their guests could not always feast dance or play at cards and here too music became a common and favored recreation at all events it was the fashion outside the ranks of the noble-born such as by talents high culture or wealth occupied high social positions followed the example and opened their salons to musicians and lovers of music moved thereto for the most part by a real rarely by a pretended taste for the art in either case aiding and encouraging its progress hence an enormous demand for chamber music both vocal and instrumental especially the latter the demand created the supply by encouraging genius and talent to labour in that direction and thus the austrian school of instrumental music soon led the world as in the previous generation the demand for oratorios in england gave that country the supremacy in that branch of art during certain months of the year vienna was filled with the greatest nobles not only of the austrian states but of other portions of the german empire those who spent their time mostly in their own small courts came up to the capital but for a short season others reversed this making the city their usual residence and visiting their estates only in summer by the former class many a once if not still famous composer in their service was thus occasionally for short periods brought to the metropolis as mozart by the brutal archbishop of salzburg and haydn by prince Esterhazy. by the latter class many of the distinguished composers and virtuosos resident in the city were taken into the country during the summer to be treated as equals to live like gentlemen among gentlemen another mode of encouraging the art was the ordering Or purchasing of compositions and this not only from composers of established reputation as haydn mozart c p e bach but also from young and as yet unknown men thus affording a twofold benefit pecuniary aid and an opportunity of exhibiting their powers the instrumental virtuosos when not permanently engaged in the service of some prince or theatre looked in the main for the reward of their studies and labours to the private concerts of the nobility if at the same time they were composers it was in such concerts that they brought their productions to a hearing the reader of jan's biography of mozart will remember how much even he depended upon this resource to gain the means of support for himself and family out of london even so late as seventeen ninety three there can hardly be said to have existed a musical public as the term is now understood And in vienna at least with its two hundred thousand inhabitants a virtuoso rarely ventured to announce a concert to which he had not already a subscription sufficient to insure him against loss from those at whose residences he had successfully exhibited his skill beethoven remaining in vienna without salary until recalled by max found in these resources and his pupils an ample income but this topic requires something more than the above general remarks some twelve years previous to beethoven's coming to vienna risbeck speaking of the art in that capital had written orchestras of the great nobles musicians are the only ones artists concerning whom the nobility exhibit taste. many houses maintain private bands for their own delectation and all the public concerts prove that this field of art stands in high respect it is possible to enlist four or five large orchestras here all of them incomparable the number of real virtuosos is small but as regards the orchestral musicians scarcely anything more beautiful is to be heard in the world titled music lovers in vienna how many such orchestras were still kept up in seventeen ninety two to ninety three it is probably now impossible to determine those of princes schwarzenberg and auersberg may safely be named count heinrich von Hauwitz and doubtless count Battiani brought their musicians with them when they came to the capital for the season the esterhazy band dismissed after the death of haydn's old master seems not yet to have been renewed prince Gosselkowitz or had reduced his to a band of eight wind instruments oboes clarinets bassoons horns a kind of organization then much in vogue baron braun had one to play at dinner as at the supper in don giovanni an accessory to the scene which mozart introduced out of his own frequent experience prince karl lichnowsky and others retained their own players of string quartets the grandees of the bohemian and moravian capitals Klam stitz, thun bukoy hartig sompacte spork funckirchen etc emulated the austrian and hungarian nobles as many of them had palaces also in vienna and most if not all spent part of the year there bringing with them a few of the more skilful members of their orchestras to execute chamber music and for the nucleus of a band when symphonies concertos and grand vocal works were to be executed they also added their contingent to the musical as well as to the political and fashionable life of the metropolis the astonishingly fruitful last eight years of mozart's life falling within the period now under contemplation contributed to musical literature compositions wonderfully manifold in character in setting an example that forced other composers to leave the beaten track haydn had just returned from his first stay in london enriched with the pregnant experience acquired during that visit von zweiten had gained during his residence in berlin appreciation of and love for the works of handel bach and their schools and since his return to vienna about seventeen seventy eight had exerted and was still exerting a very powerful and marked influence upon vienna's musical taste thus all the conditions precedent for the elevation of the art were just at this time fulfilled at vienna and in one department that of instrumental music they existed in a degree unknown in any other city the extraordinary results as to the quantity produced in those years may be judged from the sale catalogue seventy nine, of a single music dealer johann Treg, which gives of symphonies symphonies concertantes and overtures the last being in a small minority the extraordinary number of five hundred and twelve the music produced at private concerts given by the nobility ranged from the grand oratorios operas symphonies down to variations for the pianoforte and to simple songs leading musicians and composers whose circumstances admitted of it also gave private concerts at which they made themselves and their works known and to which their colleagues were invited prince lubkowitz at the time beethoven reached vienna was a young man of twenty years he was born on december seventh seventeen seventy two and had just married on august two a daughter of prince Schwarzenberg. he was a violinist of considerable powers and so devoted a lover of music and the drama so profuse a squanderer of his income upon them as in twenty years to reduce himself to bankruptcy precisely beethoven's supposed age the aristocrat of wealth and power and the aristocrat of talent and genius became exceedingly intimate occasionally quarrelling and making up their differences as if belonging by birth to the same sphere the reigning prince esterhazy was that paul anton who after the death of his father on february twenty five seventeen ninety broke up the musical establishment at esterhazy and gave haydn relief from his thirty years of service he died on january twenty two seventeen ninety four and was succeeded by his son nicholas a young man just five years older than beethoven prince nicholas inherited his grandfather's taste for music re-engaged in an orchestra and soon became known as one of the most zealous promoters of roman catholic church music the best composers of vienna including beethoven wrote masses for the chapel of esterhaz where they were performed with great splendor count johann Nepomuk esterhazy of the middle line Frachno was a man of forty-five years a good performer upon the oboe and which is much to his credit had been a firm friend and patron of mozart of count franz esterhazy a man of thirty-five years schoenfeld in his Jahrbuch der tonkunst thus speaks this great friend of music at certain times of the year gives large and splendid concerts at which for the greater part large and elevated compositions are performed particularly the choruses of handel the sanctus of Emanuel bach the stabat mater of pergalisi and the like at these concerts there are always a number of the best virtuosos it was not the present prince joseph Kinsky, who died in seventeen ninety eight in his forty-eighth year who at a later period became a distinguished patron of beethoven but his son ferdinand johann then a bright boy of eleven years born on december fourth seventeen eighty one upon whose youthful taste the strength beauty and novelty of that composer's works made a deep impression prince karl lichnowsky the pupil and friend of mozart had a quartet concert at his dwelling every friday morning the regularly engaged musicians were ignaz schuppenzig son of a professor in the real schule and a youth at this time of sixteen years if the musical lexica are to be trusted first violin Louis Cena, pupil of Furster, also a very young man second violin Franz weiss who completed his fifteenth year on january eighteenth seventeen ninety three viola and anton kraft or his son nicholas a boy of fourteen years born december eighteenth seventeen seventy eight violoncello it was in fact a quartet of boy virtuosos of whom beethoven several years older could make what he would the prince's wife was marie christine twenty years of age one of those three graces as georg forster called them daughters of that countess Thun, in whose house mozart had found such warm friendship and appreciation and whose noble qualities are so celebrated by bernie reichhardt and forster the princess as well as her husband belonged to the better class of amateur performers upon the pianoforte court councillor von kies vice-president of the court of appeals of lower Austria, was still living he was says gairo speaking of a period of a few years earlier recognized as the foremost music lover and dilettante in vienna and twice a week he gave in his house society concerts at which were gathered together the foremost virtuosos of vienna and the first composers such as joseph haydn mozart ddersdorf hofmeister albrechtsberger gianovici and so on haydn's symphonies were played there in haydn's letters to madame genzinger the name of von Kies often occurs the last time in a note of august fourth seventeen ninety two which mentions that the writer is that day to dine with the court councillor this distinguished man left on his death january five seventeen ninety five a very extensive collection of music gottfried Fireher von zweiten son of maria theresia's famous dutch physician says schoenfeld is von zweiten and his influence as it were looked upon as a patriarch of music he has taste only for the great and exalted he himself many years ago composed twelve beautiful symphonies stiff as himself said haydn when he attends a concert our semi connoisseurs never take their eyes off him seeking to read in his features not always intelligible to every one what ought to be their opinion of the music every year he gives a few large and brilliant concerts at which only music by the old masters is performed his preference is for the handelian manner and he generally has some of handel's great choruses performed as late as last christmas seventeen ninety-four, he gave such a concert at prince von Par's at which an oratorio by this master was performed Newcomb told professor jan that in concerts if it chanced that a whispered conversation began his excellency who was in the habit of sitting in the first row of seats would rise solemnly draw himself up to his full height turn to the culprits fix a long and solemn gaze upon them and slowly resumed his chair he was effective always he had some peculiar notions of composition he was for instance fond of imitations of natural sounds and music and forced upon haydn the imitation of frogs in the seasons haydn himself says this entire passage in imitation of a frog did not flow from my pen i was constrained to write down the french croak at an orchestral performance this wretched conceit soon disappears but it cannot be justified in a pianoforte score let the critics be not too severe on me i am an old man and cannot revise all this again but to von zweiton surely it is due the credit of having founded in vienna a taste for handel's oratorios and bach's organ and pianoforte music thus adding a new element to the music there the costs of the oratorio or performances were not however defrayed by him as schoenfeld seems to intimate they were met by the association called by him into being and of which he was perpetual secretary whose members were the princes like lichtenstein esterhazy schwarzenberg Auersburg, kinsky tautmannsdorf sinzendorf and the counts Slernen, harrick and fries, at whose palaces as well as in van Swieten's house, and sometimes in the great hall of the Imperial Royal Library, the performances were given at midnight to an audience of invited guests. Fraulein Martinez, who holds so distinguished a place in Bernie's account of his visit to Vienna, that pupil of Porpora, at whose music lessons the young Joseph Haydn, forty years before, had been employed as an accompanist, still flourished in the Michael's house, and gave a musical party every Saturday evening during the season court councillor and chamber paymaster von meyer says schoenfeld is so excellent a lover of music that his entire personnel in the chancellery is musical among them being such artists as a raphael and a Halska. it will readily be understood therefore that here in the city as well as at his country-seat there are many concerts his majesty the emperor himself has attended some of these concerts these details are sufficient to illustrate and confirm the remarks made above upon vienna as the central point of instrumental music of the great number of composers in that branch of the art whom beethoven found there a few of the more eminent must be named famous composers in vienna of course haydn stood at the head the next in rank longo intervallo was mozart's successor in the office of imperial chamber composer leopold kozilek a bohemian now just forty years of age though now forgotten and according to beethoven miserabilis he was renowned throughout europe for his quartets and other chamber music a man of less popular repute but of a solid genius and acquirements far beyond those of whom beethoven greatly respected and twenty-five years later called his old master was emanuel alois forster a silesian now forty-five years of age his quintets quartets and the like ranked very high but at that time were known for the most part only in manuscript anton five years the senior of beethoven a viennese by birth had composed two operettas in the sixteenth year of his age which were produced at the karnthnerthor theater one of which gained the young author the favor of gluck he seems to have been a favorite of mozart and caught so much of the spirit and style of that master as to produce compositions which were printed by dishonest publishers under mozart's name and as his were sold throughout europe in 1776 he accompanied the widow mozart and her sister madame lang the vocalist in the tour through germany gaining that reputation in other cities which he enjoyed at home both as pianist and composer his force was in instrumental composition and we shall hereafter see him for a moment as a symphonist bearing away the palm from beethoven johann von hall whose name was so well known in paris and london that Burney, twenty years before sought him out in his garret in a suburb of Vienna, was as indefatigable as ever in production. Gerbert says in his first lexicon, seventeen ninety-two, that Breitkopf and Hartel had then fifty of his symphonies in manuscript. His fecundity was equal to that of Haydn. His genius such that all his works are now forgotten. It is needless to continue this list. One other fact illustrating the musical tastes and accomplishments of the higher classes of the capital may be added. There were during the winter seventeen ninety two to ninety three ten private theatres with amateur companies in activity of which the more important were in the residences of the nobles stockhammer Kinsky sinsendorf and Strassaldo and of the bookseller schramble most of these companies produced operas and operettas end of section 14.